the Jeep Talk Show. Now, two episodes a week. What? Two episodes? Okay. Yes, that's right. Two. Are you excited? I'm always excited when it comes out on Friday. It's actually a go-to podcast that I can actually listen to while I'm getting over to work or on my way home. New episodes every Friday and early Monday morning and time for your commute. You're listening to a 4x4 Radio Network Podcast. Are you ready? It's the Jeep Talk Show with Wendy. There will be body damage. Jeep Mama. Are you sure? Josh. Yeah, I don't think so. And Tony. I think that's a huge deal. So sit back, strap in, and brace yourself. So I've been whining incessantly about uh, you guys getting out there and sharing uh, to, to people about the Jeep Talk Show, and I'm going to uh, whine about it again tonight. So please take a moment and let people know about the Jeep Talk Show. We're trying to uh, uh, get more people aware of the show. Uh, it's it's very embarrassing for me when I say, hey, yeah, I'm, I'm a Jeep Talk Show. What, what is that? Some sort of show? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, one that's been around for over 10 it's, years it's in the name that's, it's that's the, right. that big logo that you were asking about where it says jeep talk show yeah it is a show but it's nice to be asked but i'll yeah i'll mention exactly that we've only been doing it for 10 years really i've never heard of you <laughs> i know i know so clearly please yes. please give us a hand and let people know about it i mean i know there's it's not likely that people are going to say oh yeah john told me about you i know about jeep talk show <laughs> but still let's give it a try <laughs> hey the gts team is here to inform and entertain you about jeeps if you're new to the jeep world or thinking about jumping in and getting your feet dirty you're in the right place whether you're interested in having a unique off-road vehicle ready to hit the trails or that daily driver that is also a weekend warrior this show's for you. Find out more information about the Jeep Talk, <laughs> Jeep Talk Show. You okay over there? Yep. <laughs> Find out more information Sorry, about the Jeep Talk Show at jeeptalkshow.com. It's 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 like a live show, people. <laughs> <laughs> when you got to sneeze, you got to sneeze. That's crazy. What's happening, Jeeper? Glad you are here. We got a great show lined up for you. We'll find out what Jeep just released for the JT Gladiator and what an Amazon, or I'm sorry, an Arizona Walmart did to this lady's Jeep. It's not pretty. We'll talk about who has the best rod ends on the market right now. And later, I'll be asking you, the listener, a question about the best thing to touch your windshield since the great teabagging of 03. Ooh. Ooh. And howdy, it's Wendy. And on this episode, I'm sharing a two wheeled adventure. Hey everyone, I'm Jeep Mama, and on the next episode of Jeep Life, my top five places to pay attention to when cleaning your Jeep. Hi, I'm Tony, and I got new 35-inch Nexon Rodian MTX tires, and we'll talk more about that in the next few minutes. Uh, And Josh, I know you're really excited about Gladiator, uh, the the Gladiator discussion tonight, just simply because of the tires. Indeed. Jeep News, National Jeep News, and news from around the world. It's This Week in Jeep. You know, earlier this year, Jeep introduced its factory half-door option for the Wrangler. Uh, this package these come in, dubbed the Dual Door Group, has a price tag that might cause you to seriously consider the aftermarket instead. And here's why. This Dual Door Group package will run you an additional $4,395. That's $4,395. Holy crap! That's wow. what a diesel cost. What for a four-door heck? Wrangler with the nicer of the two half-door options and 2350 or 2550 for two-door Wrangler models. 
What kind of scam is this? More money for less door? <laughs> well, not exactly. You see, as the name implies, you get two complete sets of doors. One in the half style with removable upper window sections and the other in the full configuration style. So if this all went down earlier this year and it costs so damn much, then why am I talking about it? Well, it's because the same dual door group is now available on the Jeep Gladiator. Because the Gladiator is currently only available with four doors, the pricing is pretty much set. Now, order the dual door group on a Gladiator with the base upper window setup, which means you'll get vinyl that matches the material of a base soft top, and it'll run you about 4590 Step up to the dual door group with the premium upper window setup, which gets you a fancier acrylic woven material that matches the nicer soft tops, and you'll need 4990 True Jeep nerds will call me out on it if I don't point out that this is a $595 more difference than the same setup on a Wrangler. I, because it's for a Gladiator and it's new, I guess they, they can charge more. I don't know. Now, if wow. you select the option Urgent. on a new Gladiator and a Jeep will ship it with the regular full doors installed and the aluminum half doors tucked nicely inside. Just like with older Jeeps, to swap the doors, simply undo the two bolts holding each door to their hinges, unplug the wiring to the door, if your model has power accessories on the door, that is, and lift the doors off the hinges. Remember, not all Jeeps, even brands making new ones, have power in the doors. Base model Gladiators, even 2021 models, have manual locks, manual mirrors, and no power windows. Simply reverse all that order to install your new half doors, and voila, you have half doors. Now, think of the half doors as another flavor to the open-air experience, somewhere between doorless and not. So, just what are these factory Jeep half doors like anyways? Well, they lack the typical upper framing like most half door designs, and of course, there's no roll-down glass windows. As with most half doors, the tops of these factory Jeep half doors hit lower on the body side, dropping the shoulder line down and actually enhancing your ability to see the terrain below you and to get better tire placement. Of course, on Gladiators and Wranglers, you could always just take the doors off completely, but these half doors get you at least halfway to that doorless experience while still offering some degree of protection, and the ability, of course, to quickly add on a vinyl or acrylic upper sections. The window section panels pop into the aluminum door lowers, just kind of like older Jeeps uh, used to, forming a tent-like weatherproofing in the event of a sudden downpour. Now, some of you re re may remember that back in the days of the TJ generation, Wranglers actually came with half doors, standard, and full doors were the option that cost you extra. These days, likely because of decades of success in the aftermarket industry with the sales of half doors for virtually all models of Jeeps, the automaker now insists that you fork out a pretty penny for the privilege. That privilege, whatever color it may come in, now extends to the Gladiator pickup. Of course, if the factory option and its insane price tag has you balking at the whole notion of going with some half doors, well, I don't blame you. If you do some searching online, you can get a set of the most basic bent tube design half doors for under $300. Now, of course, even some of the nicer options at the other end of the spectrum are only just over $1,000. I think one of the most expensive sets I've seen just ran over $1,500. Now, compare that to the nearly five grand a set will run you from the factory. Jeep may need to do some price restructuring when it comes to some of their extras, but for now, it's out there. And somewhere, someone down the road, 10 years from now, will be glad that the previous owner sprung for two sets of doors. Yeah, That's expensive. Very. Just, little, just little. as I screamed, I mean, the, the, the diesel option is four grand. So, uh, boy, could you imagine getting that with the diesel? Uh, well, adding another uh, five grand onto the total? I mean, you're, I, I suspect you, get up, you can get a Jeep up around uh, $70,000, $80,000 now. 
Have you now, really configured? Josh, is this is this something that just came out, or Tony, did, were you able to see this when you were ordering your Gladiator? No, as an I, option. No, this, I, I got mine back in April, so March or April is whenever I uh, was uh, was on the site, and that was not an option. But uh, the uh, the top, you can uh, at the time you could order the uh, soft top and hard top. Uh, combo. So there was that, and oh, I was thinking you could get top uh, design or dual top order. Or exactly. Something like that. So I was thinking, man, I could just see somebody doing the the Rubicon with the dual top, uh, the dual doors, uh, the diesel option, uh, and uh, you you're know, at, could you imagine? Just over sixty-five thousand dollars. <laughs> no, yeah. no, it's going to be up to a hundred thousand. You got to add everything. Oh else no, in there. I, I think Holy I think cow. it was in the fifties, uh, like fifty-five or sixty, just for the Rubicon. Without adding on uh, the other That's options. That's what I'm saying. No, no, exactly. 50, no, but Josh was talking about uh, 65000 I think it would be well more than that. Um, yeah. So um, there the was one thing I was thinking, and I, I think you've already answered this question, Josh. Uh, the, uh, mm-hmm. Now, if the doors were steel doors, it might be worth the price <laughs> and not the aluminum. Oh, not aluminum. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm curious to see how how thin and flimsy these things are. I'm I'm I think they exactly. they made them out of aluminum to make them a little more. Um, oh, it's you know all about MPGs. To, yeah, it's all about the MPGs. Of course, it makes it easier yeah, to get them off and shipping too. Yeah, you know, it costs them less to ship them when they're aluminum than it does you know when they're steel. So, I mean, there's that as well. I I'm curious to see how you know the fitment all works out, color matching, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, I, I'm assuming that if you are ordering these with the pickup, you know, at the same time as it's being made, then it's probably out of the same paint batch and everything like that. I'm curious to see if there, because right now, it, at least in the research that I've seen, there is no sort of, I've already bought my Jeep, can I get these now option. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, no, there's, I, I haven't seen anything about that. I'd seen something about yeah. the doors, the half doors, but I saw nothing about getting them. I'm sure that'll exactly. come. I think that will come later on down the road as, as you know, uh, supply chain issues, quote unquote, uh, work themselves out. But uh, yeah, for now, at least it looks like. Uh, these are only available as you order a Jeep. So if you already have your Jeep, you've already taken delivery, chances are you cannot get these, at least right now. I would love to hear from a dealer or uh, maybe somebody who works in the industry or from Jeep. Uh, correct me on that. I'd like some inside information on that. Maybe we can clear that up. But uh, for now, at least that's how it looks. Well, I'm thinking the half doors would be easier to remove. So then at that point, it's just a matter of uh, matching your color uh, when you go to steal them. Right. <laughs> exactly. Tony, has the idea of half doors ever intrigued you? I mean, is that something you may consider at some point down the road for the Gladiator? Um, you know, I've, I've bought a lot of stuff for the Gladiator already, but, hey, yeah. but you always have fun looking at things online. And uh, one of the things that I thought uh, for half door would be really nice because it looks like a nice finished product, at least on the outside. And I haven't mm-hmm. looked at the inside is the core doors uh, from Best Top. I really like that the the design of the core doors, but of course mm-hmm. they're not available for the JL or the JT. Uh, only the the JK. Uh, it may be they may be available for the TJ, but I know they they are for the the JK. Those are really cool looking half doors. Uh, I don't think it's anything that I would want to be using uh, all of the time. And then, of course, you have to have that additional storage to, you know, keep them someplace. Right. So, yeah. you know, the tube doors are really more, I mean, that's something you could literally throw in the bed of the, the Gladiator uh, and then uh, just have them available uh, whenever you wanted to use them and really not have to worry about scratching them up or anything. I, I love the half-door idea. Uh, I, I don't think I would go that direction. Uh, on uh, on my gladiator now if you were if you were getting the sport that you pointed out doesn't have power doors power locks uh, etc it kind of makes more sense but with the sport s that has all those features do you really want to give up that and 
Also, yeah. too, in, down in South Texas, it's always hot. So, God bless air conditioning, and I don't mean the kind that you get while taking the, you know, with half doors with the wind blowing through your hair. <laughs> well, it was a day like any other for Arizona Jeep owner Nikki Smith. That is until her Jeep literally exploded in the parking lot of the automotive center of a Phoenix Walmart <gasps> Supercenter on what? August 29th. Smith said that she had frequented the store near Indian School Road and 51st Avenue around three times to get her oil changed prior to the explosion. For some, it may be just another vehicle, but for Nikki Smith, it was her dream ride. It was, at least, a 2014 black Jeep Cherokee she purchased last year, and since, it has, well, never had any issues. That is until she was left without a vehicle after two recent oil changes under Walmart's supervision. The first oil change on August 12th seemed to have gone without, uh, gone off without a hitch. After that, Smith drove her vehicle for a couple of weeks before noticing that oil had leaked onto parts underneath her hood. Early on the morning of August 28th, she returned to Walmart to inform them of the leak. The automotive center kept her vehicle in an additional four hours from the time that she brought it in. The oil was subsequently replaced, and they told her that the next time she came back, they would give her a free oil change. She said she felt like that they knew there was something wrong with the Jeep, but they were just trying to fix it or figure it out without her figuring it out. But after that second oil change, her vehicle would not accelerate past 20 miles per hour and was smoking real bad. So she did what anybody would do in that case and drove it right Lord back. It. <laughs> Again, she was told that in order to fix what was wrong with the car, they needed Smith to run a diagnostic test on her vehicle herself because they did not have... On a code reader. What? Seriously? I'll yeah, six. I'm more. <laughs> oh, my Absolutely. gosh. So, Smith returned the next morning as soon as the center opened, armed with information that she thought would solve her troubles. She only spent two minutes inside the Walmart when a mechanic ran inside and told her that her vehicle was smoking and they thought it was going to catch fire. Smith okay. thought that she still might have to grab some of her personal belongings out of it and turn the vehicle off, but by the time she reached the driver's side door, the vehicle literally <gasps> exploded. It's not yet clear what may have caused the explosion. There is still an investigation underway, and even though one of the employees at that point told her that they would put her in a rental car, no such action was taken. She was told that there was nothing that could be done until the insurance claim was processed and the investigation was complete. Since that conversation, Smith has reached out to both the Better Business Bureau and Walmart customer service, but to no avail. According mm -hmm. to Smith, Walmart has, quote, not reached out to her personally for any reason, even to ask her if she needed help with anything or to say that they are sorry. The representative from Walmart has mentioned that they are aware of the situation and will continue working with the customer until the matter concludes. All Smith really wants now is her Jeep back. Can you blame her, though? So, uh, well, I, I see two problems with this. It was a black Jeep, and it was, a, it was a new Cherokee. So Get out. Go ahead, Wendy. Um, <laughs> That's my observation. I can't believe that. So, if she was, uh, was she hurt? Did you see anything about that? Because you said by the time she reached the driver's side door, the vehicle exploded. From Did what she... I understand, most of the damage was con uh, contained to the front of the vehicle. Uh, she was uninjured, or if she did have any oh. injuries, they weren't reported or were minor enough that they weren't reported. Thank so, I mean, I mean, I imagine this... maybe some singed hair, some, uh, you know, some uh, sure. bruised ego, certainly, uh, and, and maybe, a, you know, a touch of depression after all of this. I mean, she's a single well, mom um, and, and a, working, uh, a working mother. Uh, she's an educator and a coach as well. Um, I mean, she has a full plate. 
And, yeah. and this would be the last thing that anybody in her situation uh, would need. Uh, from what I understand through some other research and some other stories, uh, reports on this, uh, she's currently renting a vehicle at approximately $400 a week at her own expense. What? A week. My goodness. You know, well, you uh, know in, go ahead. I, I wonder if there's rent a rack in her area. That would be a, that would be a, that a, a, a cheaper way. Is that a thing? That's something you'd find on a. You know, Maybe it's not rent a wreck, but I, I remember it was something catchy like that where you could get well, an older vehicle. Well, she already has rent a wreck. Look at the picture. So she's already got that. She needs an no, actual we car do have pictures. Works. Yeah, we do have pictures of this in the show notes for this episode at <laughs> talkshow.com. You see what uh, her vehicle looked like before and the after. I hardly uh, see a change. Just the missing hood. Um, <laughs> well, you know, I, I have a kind of a little funny story I can add to that dealing with Walmart and getting all changes. So we took the Chevy and this has been about a year, a year ago, I guess, or maybe half a year. I can't remember when it was. And um, everything's working fine. And we go to to start this, this truck and it the ignition, the key in the ignition actually won't turn. So we think what, what happened is they actually jammed and did something with the lever, the oh. to shifter. And oh, they actually yeah. broke and busted it. And let me tell you, it is a pain to deal with Walmart. A pain. I can only imagine. And and from what yeah. I understand, uh, the the people who are at these Walmart service centers uh, require absolutely no certification whatsoever. They are no, not ASE mechanics. They no. they don't even have the same level of training as I think like an oil can Henry's or a Jiffy Lube or you know your yeah. whatever you know Valvoline quick change that you've got you know around the tr strip mall around the corner. These guys are just some yahoos. They pull out of some homeless camps down below the bridge, and I think put them up in a in a coverall and say, "Here, change this Honda's oil." And and, and it's just like you know, I, I don't know. I, from what I've heard from multiple people in different states, you know, this is pretty much what you get from Walmart service yep. centers. Now there may be exceptions to the rule. I'm not sure. saying that every Walmart service center in every city is hiring you know tweaker homeless bums uh, to change your oil. Uh, <laughs> But clearly, there is a lot of them out there that have a very bad reputation. So, if I were you, and you or yeah. somebody you love or care about is known to have taken their vehicle to a Walmart service center for an oil change, mm -hmm. tell them to never do that again. It's Ever probably again. just in your best interest. And, I, and I'll just mention, for uh, the sake of a potential lawsuit, that I'm sure there's uh, millions of people that get uh, oil changes at Walmart all the time, and, and it's perfectly fine. But, uh, oh, absolutely. But yeah, I would definitely uh, look at, uh, I, I would check, my, check it out, ask them, you know, what kind of uh, certification, and if they look at you and go, it's an oil change, ma'am, there's no certification. Gravity does <laughs> most of the work, so <laughs> yeah. then, then you might want to go someplace else. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know... Uh, what is it uh, consumer beware uh and uh, take it from yeah. that that standpoint but i'll tell yeah. you this as soon as the ex explosion happened if that lady was smart she would have grabbed her neck and said oh my neck and then yeah, uh, right <laughs> i'm sure that walmart know. deals with stuff like this all the time not necessarily they have to car explosions but problems like this so uh, and i i'm sure the standard operating procedure is let's wait and see what they're going to do i mean she may well, she may just go you know be mad and we lose a customer and then that's it but i i yeah. suspect this is going to be serious enough they should be throwing uh, checks at her uh, right now small checks before they get to be large checks but the only downside i can see to this is she left and went home and came back and it will be because, argued but, but because they told her to and i i was just going to say i think it's actually in her favor that she kept coming back I had a so, police officer tell me to run run somebody over if they were in the street, and I said it's it's a, a guy and kids. <laughs> so just because somebody tells you to do something, 
you have to have proof of that. It's just hearsay. It's just what she was told. So, I know, but at, at some point you you go to somebody like this particular service center and you're expecting a certain level of expertise slash experience. How how would she know to, to question that? I mean, you know, she's not a mechanic herself probably. So I think the fact that she has a good trail of this is my, the fact that she has dates for everything she's done too, I think is going to be helpful when it gets down to making those decisions. But I'm glad that she at least went back and didn't wait a week and what if this exploded in her garage or you know she lost her right house yeah or, i know, mean yeah, exactly. there's a whole Taking bunch of down. what ifs here mm -hmm. i'm so just saying I'm, it's a bad i think it's a bad thing because they'll they'll argue we don't know what happened to it when it left even if they told her to go home she you know sorry you can't camp out here this isn't uh san francisco you can't stay under this bridge so well, go and, home so uh and I also i'm in, I'm in agreement has, with you but i, I think legally yeah. she's going to have a, 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 a uphill battle trying to get this done and it's it's going to it's going to require a, a lawyer and it's going to sure. require more money that she doesn't have and well, they, they can drag this that. out a while on that breaking news, uh, an update to this story as we are uh, recording it, uh, there has oh. been a GoFundMe set up for oh. her uh, by a family Good. and friends, which uh, has just over $7,000 in it right now. Oh, so, she ought to be able to buy two Cherokees. She, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, what I would say would probably be um, a fair solution to this would Walmart uh, match whatever is, is in her GoFundMe, and then That's she a great is idea. on her own. To then go and replace her Jeep. I think for yeah. around $14,000, she shouldn't have a too hard of a time uh, getting herself another used Cherokee. Yeah. 2014, I don't know, especially with the used car prices like this. Uh, oh, true. Yeah, in this market, you're right. Uh, she may have a harder time replacing uh, that exact vehicle, especially depending on trim level and mileage. Oh, uh, than Just, otherwise. What, how cool would it be if she could only find one in her price range and it was red? That would be a great end <laughs> to this story. Sorry, Nikki, you have to buy a red one. Oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> people are going, I thought we were done with this red no, bullshit never, stuff. Never. <laughs> It'll never nope. die. It's going on for over a decade. Nope. Here <laughs> so, uh, speaking of updates, guys, real quick, uh, we got a quick update on a story from episode 513. Uh, and this is uh, pretty much, you know, Breaking news as well. This was uh, as of, uh, well, this is uh, September 16th as we're recording the show. This is uh, live and actual data. Mr. Vanderquack is pretty much smack dab in the middle between Berlin and Fairburn, Wisconsin, or between Green Bay and Madison. Take your pick. I'm not sure how many Jeepers Mr. Vanderquack has been passed around to and from, Ooh. but he is well on his way across all 50 states, from one Jeeper to another, all to raise funds for St. Jude's Children's Hospitals. Now, if you missed the story, go check it out. It's pretty cool what they're doing. Um, I may be wrong about this, but I believe SpaceX, you know, they, they have the tourism uh, flight that's going on right now. So they've got yeah, that four, launched, uh, what, this afternoon? Uh, or no, it was last yesterday. night, I think it was last night or early in the morning. But anyway, uh, I, I, I believe this is right, but they're doing this for St. Jude. They're, they're raising oh. money. Uh, for St. Jude, uh, the the billionaire that uh, booked the flight. Did they really? I didn't know there was any sort of a charity attached to oh, that. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. yeah. Oh, and wow. I, I'm pretty sure it's St. Jude. I, I didn't look it up. I'm just going by memory here. And uh, so, it, and, well, right, and rightly so, they should get lots of PR. They do wonderful things there. I mean, kids with cancer well, is horrible. 
Yeah. Well, and this is a this is a historic uh, mission. Actually, it's the first time that it's been an all civilian mission. Uh, it's the first time that it uh, a spacecraft has left Earth's gravity and well left Earth's surface rather and uh, on a completely in orbit. It, this isn't like the yeah. the, the no, blue origin thing. Four days. No, this is not wow. Jeff Bezos or or yeah. uh, what's that other guy's name? That other Yahoo's name. Uh, no, and they went up only, I mean, they went up and came back right back down. I oh, didn't yeah. even go as nice as these guys are. Five minute these flight. guys are going to go up, uh, I, I forgot how many uh, how many miles exactly, but uh, they are going to be in orbit for at least three, possibly four days, depending on the weather. Um, wow. And there is no pilot, there is no astronaut on board. Right. It's all civilian. Uh, there is one guy who is like a data anal- analyst for, for NASA or something like that. Well, really cool stuff. Um, one, but, one, uh, of the, one of the passengers is a, is a, a SpaceX. A is. computer. So, oh, uh, a computer. What could go wrong there? The, the youngest uh, member of the of the crew, I believe, is a nurse from St. Jude. So, she's, she's literally there. Uh, and they've got, uh, I think, a border, not a border collie, a, a golden retriever little toy uh, that I saw floating in zero G that is a representative of uh, of the hospital that is uh, that they're supporting, oh, which again I believe is St. Jude. Yeah, so it's amazing. it's really cool. And the really th- the amazing thing about this is this uh, this uh, capsule that they're that they're using, which they've used before going to the International Space Station. This isn't, mm-hmm. but this one they put in a sunroof, so they can actually uh, poke their head out the top of the ship and no, they get a no. full three hundred and sixty <laughs> degree view. <laughs> That that's that's where the that's what the the port they used to walk the dog. You know? <laughs> the dog out. Well, it's not a sunroof, but it is a bubble. And seriously, they did they they yeah. raised the nose cone uh, where they would normally use it to dock to things, and they have a a clear uh, a bubble on top of that. So they so one Can person you imagine the could view? stick their head up through there. Oh, and this is this the altitude of this thing is above the uh, International Space Station. So you've seen the IIS wow. shots where the Earth is kind of close. They'll get a much bigger view of the Earth for the next three days. Uh, oh, yep. This is actually going to be the, the highest flown um, spacecraft mission since the uh, space shuttle went on its uh, yeah. last mission to service the uh, Hubble, spells, Hubble telescope. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, th- a and lot of it- firsts in this, a lot of history making in the process. And it's, I mean, I know this is a Jeep talk, so we're talking about space travel and stuff. <laughs> but, but now we're but, doing space and, travel. And cool is stuff. it is it already launched or it's going uh, yeah to be it's launched? in orbit yep. it's, it's currently it's in, in orbit, orbit. since oh, yesterday cool. okay. yeah they made it, it up out. there we just have to uh, wait for them to make it back but uh, could you imagine get your head out of the bubble it's my turn and they're dragging their <laughs> zero g ass out of the way because this is civilians it's like like military or uh, yeah. actual astronauts to be in, I mean they did go through training but they're just people up there having yeah. a good time yes people. And was there any criteria for these people to get on there? Would they have to do it? Well, uh, the one guy that's paying for it had to invite them. <laughs> okay. Well, he, he spent two hundred million for his ticket, so uh, there you go. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah it's really my league. it's really his flight, and it's really just the whole idea that a civilian can book a spaceship to take mm-hmm. buddies to orbit. I mean, yes, that's amazing. Yeah, nice buddy to have. So if uh, you know SpaceX wants to sponsor awesome? the Jeep Talk Show, uh, we're yes, all on we board. can actually do it from space. <laughs> Wouldn't that be cool to record? From I, I space? know, I personally know a black Cherokee that we could get them f- to fly to space for us. That would be really cool. <laughs> do you now? <laughs> Well, if you've got a news tip or response to any one of our stories, we'd love to hear what you have to say. Be sure to let us know by phone or by email. Just head over to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact to find out how to reach out. We're going to go so long tonight. We're having too much fun. I think it's because Wendy's been gone and we're excited about, about I having to catch Wendy up back. on everything. Yeah. 
You're listening to a 4x4 Radio Network podcast. What? Where's the noob? Noob! 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 Hey, newbie! Noobie! Noob Nugget. It's time for Noobie Nuggets. Well, howdy, everybody. I wanted to update the listeners since I was MIA for a few episodes. Now, after my semi-annual trade show in Las Vegas, Bill, myself, and my dad took off on an epic motorcycle tour. 16 days and just under 6,000 miles. We rode to beautiful Michigan and toured the shores of Lake Michigan up to and through the Upper Peninsula, headed down through Wisconsin, and visited the Harley-Davidson Museum in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. We were back there for a hog rally that started in Battle Creek, Michigan. The rally was really nice, and it was so great to see so much of Michigan. My family is originally from Michigan, so the trip was extra special to share memories with my dad. I also want to give a shout-out to Chris at 7 He's a very loyal uh, Jeep Talk Show listener and a Zoom People Coordinator. He gave us some great suggestions on what to see and do while in Michigan. Chris, the Tunnel of Trees Highway you suggested was absolutely spectacular, and thanks for the tip on Kilwin's ice cream. Definitely the best ice cream yet, and dang, my waistline is not very happy with you, Chris. So one thing I noticed on the trip to Michigan was the number of Jeeps we saw that were topless and had the doors off. We saw so many different groups of Jeepers heading toward Moab, Utah, but in Nebraska and Iowa, where the humidity is insane, by the way, everyone had their tops and doors off. Now, there must be some great wheeling in those states, or maybe it's just how they air condition themselves. The beads of sweat must get blown away as you drive your Jeep. You know, the faster you drive, the more air conditioning. It was like that on the motorcycle, too. Once we stopped, it was crazy humid and hot. Not sure how you get used to living with that, but I guess people do. Kudos to all the Jeepers in humid regions. I have a new respect for you and also for going topless. Now, we made our way back through South Dakota and the Black Hills. If you haven't visited Mount Rushmore, Needles Highway, or Iron Mountain Highway, it should be a must on your list. Amazing territory, and in a Jeep, it would be spectacular. We got to see wild bison, deer, elk, and even Rocky Mountain goats. The bison were standing in and at, at the side of the road. We had... We had to patiently wait while they decided to move along so we could ride past them. Literally, I could have reached my hand out and touched them. They were that close. As we headed toward home, we came back through Upper Colorado. I tried to see if Tammy, Jeep Mama, and I could connect, but our travels didn't lend themselves to visit her area. It's going to happen one day, I'm pretty sure. Traveling by two wheels is a lot of fun, and I love being the passenger and taking pictures and just looking around. It's kind of like being a passenger in the front seat of the Jeep. You don't have to worry about picking a line or watching other Jeepers. We just get to enjoy the journey and the scenery. I really love spending time with Bill and my dad. Trips like this remind me that anything we do with family is precious and to enjoy every minute of it. I hope you have plans to do things like this with your family. So guys, do you have a favorite trip with your family that you want to share? Well, not really. I, you know, I, I come from an extremely small and, and very broke family. Uh, and, and so we never really took trips, as it were. Uh, the closest thing to trips that we took was a, uh, a trip from uh, up in Seattle uh, down to Portland uh, to go visit my grandparents uh, back when I lived up in the uh, further north. Um, but that was a long time ago. And, and, uh, and those trips are, well, uh, a little bit more common nowadays as an adult versus a kid. Uh, Seattle's just three hours away, and we pop up there uh, uh, quite often now that I live down here in Portland. Uh, but um, but no, I mean, there's nothing like what you did. I mean, certainly, you know, when you're when you're going out like four thousand miles in one direction, uh, yeah. uh, you know, I just I've never spent that much time on the road before. I think the longest I've ever been 
uh, on the road driving was about was 13, 16 hours or so from uh, Vancouver, Washington to uh, Anaheim, California, and uh, made it with only like one or two stops, uh, all in one, all in one jaunt. Uh, but that's wow. that's the farthest I've driven. Um, and so, you know, I mean, yeah, I've flown and I've been to different states and all that sort of stuff, but, uh, but no, I, we don't take annual trips. Um, there's, there's really, you know, no, you know, a lot of traveling, uh, done in my family and, and I'm not a big traveler anyways. So, um, yeah, it just, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm not a candidate for this really. Yeah, Although I, I think I'm very much intrigued, uh, if, yeah. if I had a bike and, and, and the spare time, uh, I would have tagged along oh, and, and probably had a blast. Just the but, view. Uh, I, I can imagine yeah. the various views were just breathtaking. Views. And, 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 and you un, know, you're, un, you're, open, unencumbered, being yes. able to see all 360 it would have been really cool. Yeah, we. Oh, I learned a humidity. word on the on the trip was no cage. Yep. I just look at my husband and go, what does that mean? No cage. Think about it. You're not in a car. So, so Wendy, yeah, I got a it, question for you. Uh, you mentioned uh -huh. seeing Jeepers out there uh, yeah. driving around topless, doorless. Did you did you feel uh, on an equal footing, or did you feel like you needed to yell at them and say, "I got a Jeep. I drive Jeeps. I don't just just drive motorcycles. I got Jeeps too." Did you did you feel like you were uh, above with the Harley or below the Jeepers or I, uh, on an even level? I think level? I was about the same even level because they're out Good doing answer. something fun, and you know we're out <laughs> doing something fun and seeing it. I mean, everybody we met along the way. That's one thing about traveling, Josh, that you might actually enjoy is that. When you're on a motorcycle, people come over and say, "Well, where are you going, or where are you from?" And that's right. kind of it's an open. Little there's no there's no window to roll down. There's uh, nothing, and yeah. it's it just happens. And my dad had warned us early on, going, "Just be aware that people are going to come up to you." Well, I don't have a problem with that. I love to share just a quick moment, but it's just amazing. When the guy the jumps of, out of the bushes at a full sprint, that's a whole nother <laughs> okay, story. Okay, that's different. <laughs> it's like, dude, you you just pissed off the wrong person. Um, but no, it's just that whole being free. And we're not always on the highways. We're on the back roads. Oh, I would hope so. It's just you a just, whole different yeah. feel being uh, off the highway. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we're probably riding for a good eight to 10 hours a day. Um, we cover probably an average of 400 miles. Uh, the, our longest day on this trip was 578. I will tell you that that right. is a freaking long day. Um, long I don't care. Place how much yeah. shape you're in, you know, and we're stopping about every hundred miles or so to make sure that we're getting fuel and, you know, giving our butts a break. Cause it's just tough. Yeah. Now so, you've, you've mentioned it here on the, the show in the past. So hopefully it's mm -hmm. okay to bring this up. If not, let me know. Uh, Bill had a, a hip replacement surgery not yes. too long ago. How did he do on the motorcycle for that many hours? He, that is the best position for him to be in. Surprisingly, it's better than sitting, oh, he's going to use that walking. one. He's going to use that one on of you when trash needs to be taken out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, can I get it on the bike? Yeah, it's actually funny. Now, once he stops and has to get off, that becomes a little bit of a... But actually, he's doing really well. So, good. We're, we're good on that. So, yeah, Excellent. it was good. So, how about you, Tony? Any trip you want to share? Or? No, nothing. Kind of like Josh. Not a, not a broken home at all, but we never did uh, make trips anyplace. Uh, the relatives always uh, came over to uh, our house uh, primarily to cool. see how the cute uh, little Tony and watch him grow up. So, mm -hmm. Josh is starting to gag. And, uh, <laughs> and, and he uh, had red toys. That's how it all started, folks. Yes, and, yeah. <laughs> and uh, as a family, uh, my, uh, my wife and kids, uh, yeah, not, not so much. It's always been uh, very, trips are very expensive, as I'm sure you're aware, uh, Wendy, doing, well, horses are expensive too, and you do that. So. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so you know well, how, how expensive that is. So no, yeah. not really. Uh, it's just at home and. Uh, watching the uh, the tropical depressions and hurricanes come through—that's been our excitement. That's 
You're so, uh, a quick question. Uh, you know, if the Buffalo were so close uh, yes. and you could reach out and touch them, why yes. didn't you? I don't, it's a law or well, something, isn't it? Is it yeah, oh, is you, it? I, okay. It is. And you, you definitely don't want to do that. I mean, I've got video where I actually... And as we're riding, I mean, think about it. We're on a motorcycle. There is no cage it's around chasing us. us. And, and, yes, when exactly. animals attack tonight you on know. Fox. <laughs> we should have that as a separate segment. <laughs> uh, but it was kind of, you know, I think they're, the bison are so used to people and they're not friendly walking up to you, but they don't care. Like oh, literally no. we had to wait 10 or 15 minutes for this herd to decide to part so that we could actually drive past. And we're on a motorcycle going yeah, let's just keep moving, folks, because at any given time, they could turn around by accident. They could, I mean, they're huge. Those heads on those things are humongous. So They're, they're like but what's, two yeah, tons or something, if, if I remember it's, right. It's insane. And just being out in nature like that, and that Rocky Mountain goat that I mentioned, it's like a white furry goat. You could look it up. Um, it's not uh, native to the Black Hills. So it is uh, a very small group that's been there since the 20s, 1920s. I had to look it up because I was like, what did I just see? You know, I've never seen that critter. Um, and so there's a very small group of them there in the Black Hills, which is all where Mount Rushmore and all that really cool stuff is. But it was just a great, a great show. So it was good. Really good. Well, do you the have question, a topic I'm or sure, suggestion? Hold oh, on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> question. We got lots there's of time tonight. I've been saving, so, and I'm kind of shocked that Tony didn't get to it first. And I know it's uh -oh. on the lips of virtually everybody who's listening right now. At you this have point. a black With Jeep. All those Jeeps that you saw. <laughs> yeah. Did you plug the show? Oh no. Did I plug the show? No, because under the lifted no. Jeep. <laughs> sure, I did. Uh, yeah. Yes, sure, sure I did. As far as you know. As far as I know, I was flashing the sign or something. Yeah. Uh, didn't really get to stop and talk anybody. It was more just what I saw everywhere we drove through those states. Was just everybody had a Jeep, but what I didn't see was a lot of red Jeeps. So there you go. I saw every other color. They're very rare. Uh, but, and this, this is what happens. I've, I've seen lots of people buying Jeeps recently, and they're having a hard time getting the, the red Jeeps. I think it's the a chip red. shortage, right. and the red pigment sh shortage is, yeah. is going on. But they don't, they don't mention the red pigment shortage because they don't want to panic the public. <laughs> oh, my goodness. that's what everybody's well, just hanging by a thread. But, well, yeah, yes. I've got to get my red pigment. Gosh, please. Well, do you have a topic or suggestion for Newbie Nuggets? I'd love to hear from you. Check out our YouTube channel at Trails411 for great content with lots of tips, tricks, and techniques. Gladiator. My name is Gladiator. Gladiators. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? Gladiator. Gladiator. So uh, I have a 2021 Jeep Talk Show Red Gladiator, one of the, the few that were uh, made because of the pigment shortage uh, that we were just talking about. But uh, I have it. And uh, I uh, recently received, uh, Wednesday actually, uh, yesterday I received uh, the, uh, the brand new set of five Nexon 35 by 12 and a half by 17. Finally. Rodian yes. MTX tires. So yes, Jeep yes, looks yes. like a Jeep once again. Yes, finally. Nice. Finally. It was funny. The, the Zoom people were talking about uh, how well uh, the uh, the Gladiator did off-road at Hidden Falls uh, mm. with the, uh, the the stock tires that came with the Gladiator. Highway tires that they call all-terrains. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. And, and, and yeah, they really are just highway tires, even though they are called ATs. And uh, so, uh, cause the somebody was commenting, "Oh, Tony got his tires. It's going to be 
Uh, he's going to have a lot easier time in Hidden Falls this weekend at the Jeep Talk Show Off-Road Texas event on uh, September 18th. And uh, John uh, L. jumped in there and he says Tony was going wherever he wanted to go with the, the stock tires. Yeah, because so, yeah, it's stock. You can do just about anything. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I, I did the, the stock tires. Uh, then I put on the, the two-inch Mopar lift and uh, used that and uh, it had better clearance. I, I didn't drag on things and actually did more difficult uh uh, parts of the trail uh, with the, the two-inch lift. So now uh, going from 32-inch ATs to 35-inch or 34.8 or 9 or whatever it is uh, mm-hmm. diameter uh, mud terrains, uh, it will be very interesting. And the cool thing is uh, this Saturday uh, when we, uh, you and I, Josh, go off-road, I'll actually be able to lower the tire pressure down to uh, I think it's fourteen psi. That, fourteen. That yep, Don 14. was that Don told me when we were uh, there yep. at uh, Big uh, 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 Big Bear uh, Lake, uh, California. So uh, I've got some uh, tire deflators that I haven't used yet that I'll be using on this that are set nice. for fourteen psi from the from the factories. And uh, it will be uh, it will be really cool because this is it's all going to come together. Now it's not going to be wheeling the XJ. And somebody mentioned, "Hey, rent a trailer and bring the XJ out." And I Bad said, I, and I told him, I said, I, I I would love to. However, I wanted to get the tires on the Gladiator to see how well it measured up because the uh, the little towing of uh, the tow bar that you're that for flat towing is supposed to be pretty much level. I don't think it's a it has to be perfectly level, but I wanted to see. Uh, how it's going to match up to the XJ, mm, and okay. also too, there's uh, there's two issues with the XJ. One, uh, which is relatively minor, that I think I could correct uh, with some of that sticky silicone tape. I have a small leak in one of the automatic transmission lines that uh, mm. it would not be good uh, driving the, uh, the 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 XJ around because it probably would wind up uh, needing a, a rebuild. Good <clears throat> lord, and how bad of a <laughs> well, it's just uh, it, it, you know the little metal bracket that uh, keeps the lines from from jiggling around, uh, uh, kind of close yeah. to the transmission. That uh-huh. that, that uh, because it's so old, it's twenty three, twenty four years old. The, uh, the the rubber that's on that little bracket got brittle, came off, and actually it rubbed a little a hairline cut into the line from the metal. Oh. Yeah, I've actually had to replace or replace repair the fuel line uh, on a four liter uh, motor for that exact same reason. Uh, as it comes up around the the far end and, and bottom end of the of the intake manifold, uh, there's a little metal bracket yep. that, that screws right onto the end of it. And um, if you ever take that off, well, the rust is the only thing keeping the holes closed. So. Uh, yeah, as soon as that, uh, uh, that was moved, all of a sudden everything was put back together, go to start the Jeep. Where's that smell of gas coming from? Oh, Open no. Hood and there's like these three little pin lines, uh, sh- streams of fuel spraying out of the fuel line. Oh, that's why there's no pressure at the fuel rail. Great. And, and uh, speaking yeah. of which, it was the same thing that the Walmart technician said when they started that, uh, black, uh, Cherokee. What's that? Where's that <laughs> smell, that, oh, that fuel smell coming from? <laughs> But anyway, I digress. So yeah, but it's uh, uh, that has to be replaced, and also too, more importantly, actually, is the length of the front drive shaft. Since I put on the long arms uh, on the uh, the uh, the Cherokee, the front long arms, it, the 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 drive shaft's a little too short now. So I actually need to send that drive shaft back uh, to uh, Tom Woods uh, to, to be up lengthened. in height. Uh, yeah, it it well. I put, uh, you know, I got those. Uh, what is it? ACOSs that uh, that were there that uh, 
Got right. the, got the Jeep a little more level. <clears throat> yeah. And, you know, I could I could adjust the long arms and pull the axle back in, but I really like the way it's centered. Uh, the tires are centered up front, and also, too, it, it is raised up higher, so it sits more level now. Okay. And uh, so the, the best thing to do is just, you know, get the right size drive shaft and not try to go out there and do a bunch of crazy things and pull a drive shaft apart because, uh, or worse, the, the differential. Yeah. So uh, those are the two things holding me up right now. So I'm not getting... I'm not going quick in getting the uh, the XJ ready to, to take off road, but but we will. We'll get it out, out there. <clears throat> so anyway, we've got the uh, the Nexon 35 12 and a half by 17 in. Uh, I uh, nobody around here carries those, uh, unfortunately. Well, I think maybe NTB does, but I'm not going back to NTB. I, I did not no, care for those people. Yeah, them. Too, yeah, they're kind of a shady operation, and yeah, no, screw them. Yeah, so uh, I uh, I called a local place here, and they wanted like 240 bucks. To mount and balance the mount tires. Mount balance? Are oh my gosh. Tires. So I called the uh, discount tire that I've dealt with uh, quite often for tires for all the vehicles, just not recently for the XJ that also has Nexons and, of course, now the uh, the Gladiator that has Nexons. But I called them up and asked them. They wanted $260 to mount and balance. That, and that's five tires. So I got there, and I, I figured, you know, I can deal with somebody that I've never dealt dealt with before for two forty, or I can go to these people and, and pay them twenty dollars more. Yeah. So uh, I went over there and uh, set up an appointment. Uh, they got me right in. Uh, actually, it was funny. A, a guy in a, a very uh, well built, lifted uh, Toyota uh, pulled up and came over and started talking to me about the Gladiator, and I said, "Hey, but we really can't talk. You're in a Toyota." <laughs> you didn't say that. I did. He says, "Oh, come on, man." Oh, man. Oh, no. His, uh, his brother or brother-in-law has a gladiator. So, anyway, we had a good conversation. It was fun. And, uh, I told him, I said, I'm just giving you a hard time. He goes, I know, I know. But, anyway, we, we spoke for a while. Anyway, uh, so got the got the tires put on. And then the, uh, the, the, the manager came over and told me, he goes, hey, man, we're not going to be able to mount that uh, tire on your spare uh, tire wheel. I said, I said, why not? The hell you say? He says, well, it's only yeah. seven inches uh, wide, you know, from inside bead to inside bead. And I said, really? Because, you know, the stock wheels that were on there were seven and a half. And I, 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 it's a whole other show talking about wheels. I've looked at wheels and looked at wheels. Yeah. And it's so irritating. I don't, I don't like the way some of them look. Uh, I don't, you know, there's a bunch of things. So anyway, I won't right. go into it. So I didn't get wheels. I just wanted to put these tires on there. So I said, uh, I said, really? I said, well, you know, TFL trucks or, or trucking, whoever the, uh, the YouTube site is, they did a whole Jeep Gladiator build using nothing but the spare tire wheels. And they put uh, 35 by 12 and a half by 17s on it. So why can't you do it? He goes, it's, it's a half inch. If it was seven and a half, we can do it. And it's a legal thing with, with discount tire. I'm like, okay, fine. Uh, he goes, you want, you want us to leave the, the tire on it? I said, no, because I'm going to take it home and put it together myself. Uh, and then I'll take it someplace to get it balanced. He goes, okay, fine. So wow. they put it in the back. I got them all wow. mounted. It was wonderful. It was a wonderful experience uh, overall. I just didn't like that aspect of it. Uh, sure. It was great driving home. Uh, it was. Uh, I was a little concerned. I know tires are heavy and they won't blow out, but I had all these tires in the, in the bed of the vehicle because, you know, those tires that have less than 4,000 miles on them yeah. are not staying at discount tire. They're coming home no. with me. No. Yeah, I, I, I was going to ask that. I hope you didn't pay for the tire disposal fee no, and left no. the brands no. making new tires there. No, 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 no. no, no. So anyway, uh, I got home and it was actually this morning that I got around to uh, – 
uh, looking up that wheel, and it's just a, it's a standard uh, Mopar spare tire wheel, mm-hmm. and it says seven and a half inches wide. Ah, oh, somebody doesn't know how to read a tape measure. So I oh I went gosh. out there with uh, with a tape measure and measured it. I actually went to I did a search for measuring the the width of a, a wheel, and because sure. I wasn't sure where you start where you start and end the measurement. And it was funny because it was discount tire that came up and showing you how to measure the diam- the, the the width of a wheel. They weren't following their own policy. And it this was awesome. inside bead to inside bead. So it's just the that's yeah. the part where the tire sits, which makes sense. And I went out there and measured it. It's not like it's close to seven. It actually may be slightly more than seven and a half inches wide. Seven and nine sixteenths. Let's call it. Yeah. No, no. It was it was really close to seven and a half, but it definitely wasn't a like. Oh, if I was eyeballing this, looking at it sideways, you'd have to be on the other side of the damn wheel where you couldn't see the tape mm-hmm. measure to come up with seven inches. So wow. I called Discount Tire. I was on hold. I think the the automatic thing came up five times because they were apparently they were so busy they couldn't answer the phone. Crap, he's calling back. <laughs> that, yeah. that crossed my mind. He found out what the measurement is. So finally somebody answered and it was uh, Andrew, the guy that I had uh, dealt with, very friendly, very helpful uh up until the it doesn't we can't mount this on your on your wheel. And right. I said, Andrew, Just the jerk wagon I wanted to talk to. Listen here, pal. Hey, honest mistakes. You know, I understand. <laughs> but, but you know, it, from a customer standpoint, I took out time from my day to go over there and get these tires put on. And, and now I was going to have to look at taking part of my day today, uh, uh, Thursday, to uh, take care of this myself. <clears throat> so anyway, I told him what was going on. I said, look, man, I, I, I always uh, look forward to going uh, to discount tire because I know that I'll be taken care of properly, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm calling you to let you know that this wasn't taken care of properly. I have a mm-hmm. event I'm going to. I don't have a lot of time for this. Uh, I don't have time to come back and wait and do all the other things needed to do to get this thing mounted. But this thing is seven and a half inches. <clears throat> I said, did you? Did somebody tell you it was seven inches or did you measure it? at seven inches he goes he goes i measured it at seven inches i think somebody brought it up to him and then he went and measured it but they have a little device some sort of a little tool that they use that measures things but i think because they were so busy uh they just missed it and uh he missed it and he probably was going by the technician saying this isn't wide enough and when he measured it he thought he confirmed it and this isn't what he told me i'm just I'm just assuming uh anyway bottom line is i went he says hey come back and then uh, I'll uh, I'll take care of it for you right away, and we'll get you taken care of immediately, and we won't charge you for it. Nice. And I said, hey, that's not why I was calling. I'm not trying to yeah, get anything exactly. for free. I'm just making sure that you guys know because uh, I know you guys don't want customers being upset with what's going on. Vehicle too. So I literally pulled up in front of the glass, you know, the where you can throw tires in. If you guys remember the old yeah. commercials, yes, <laughs> I literally pulled up in front <laughs> of the like glass. You like have it back behind you, and you're ready to chuck it through. And he's like, no, 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 I'm and, coming out. And I sat there until Andrew saw me, and when he did, he immediately ran out. I rolled down the passenger window. He says, "Is it in the back?" I said, "Yes." I, there was there was no additional talking, so I pressed the button to unlock the tailgate. He he pulled out the tire and the wheel, and he himself went and mounted and balanced that tire. Great service! Oh my gosh, I love this. That's customer service. Yeah. So anyway, I have a spare tire, and I mounted it in the. This is a thirty-five by twelve and a half, and I mounted it in the spare tire area 
under wow. the gladiator and if you guys uh, are on tiktok you can see that there are some pictures of that in case you were wondering uh, i know uh, i think it's a common knowledge that the 35s will fit in that area mm -hmm. but there's a yeah. visual proof of that on uh, the jeep talk show uh, tiktok so uh anyway uh tires are on i love the nexon tires I i've had them on the the xj uh for over a year of course uh, it was before the covid thing hit so i haven't been driving the xj much before uh i mean during covid and now certainly not after uh getting the uh, the gladiator i have to move vehicles around just to get the xj out now but mm -hmm. uh so anyway uh very happy with the tires they're not very loud my wife who is ultra sensitive to things like that uh we went for a ride and she says i could hear the tires before it's 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 really i don't really hear yeah. hear anything and it's a, good tire. It's, it's a slightly slightly loud uh, louder and i'm really looking forward to uh getting them off road and josh i'm, I'm looking forward to you uh, yeah. Seeing what you think with the uh, the 14 psi tires uh, off road, I think you're going to be amazed at what the Gladiator does off road. I know I have. So I have a question for you. What sidewall did you pick? Because you have two choices on that next entire. Oh, that's another story. I'm not going to go down that route because I know we're, okay. we're we're short on time. But I'll, I'll okay. answer. I'll answer real, no, I'll answer real quick. I, I I chose the on the XJ. I didn't use the was it claws that has yeah, the side. The claws. So I did not yeah. use the claws uh, on uh, on the XJ. So this one I went with the claws. So Good. it's it's claws out, and yeah. uh, uh, this is why you stand outside while they're doing the tires because they had two of them mounted uh not oh with the claws God. out so i was looking at, at a mix match thing i mean i know it's a jeep i know it's not a big deal to many people but damn no, it if you're, paying, if you're paying 260 bucks it's a huge deal you want all the tires to match what if they were directional I mean, come yeah, on, because exactly. our tires. Are well, I told I told Andrew. I told Andrew these are not directional tires, but they have different patterns on the side right, wall. On each side. <laughs> One is like a claw side. The other is I don't remember, but I want the claw side. So, uh, facing out. Are these people doing over Can there? Can you imagine? I have two tires with white sidewalls. And I have yeah. two with inside, yeah, right? Because right. I yeah. got it wrong. Well, that's the point. You don't. You you can't really tell unless you're paying attention, and you're and you're not right, paying right. attention. I mean, if you can't read the order, you're not paying attention to the order. Because I told him specifically, but if I had not been standing out there and then thinking about it, he had two he tires mounted up the other way. Can you imagine showing up at Hidden Falls and all the other jeepers? Oh, like, and somebody. So what's up, and, Tony? And probably Josh is going to say, "Hey." What's this? What's that? What's that? <laughs> you got you got these <laughs> these paint matching red D rings, but you couldn't get the tires right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fabulous! I love that. So, uh, real quick, Hidden Falls this weekend, September eighteenth. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna Josh and I are gonna be there. Yes, Josh is going to be there. I will uh, be there. I'm uh, not gonna be stuck in my studio. I will be in another state right. and meeting You'll Tony for the state. first time ever. First time he's ever. been in Texas since being released from prison. Uh, you, we don't want to go that that story. Uh, the, the everything's okay. The cow is fine. And, Which uh, episode but, was that? I want to go back and get that one. Josh says, I see that look on Josh's face. He goes, I want to pay you back for that comment. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Coming up on Saturday, I think. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, Saturday, if you, uh, you want to come out, you're more than welcome to come out. Hidden Falls <clears throat> Adventure Park. And uh, right now we have uh, 14 people committed to go. And uh, we're going to have several people there from uh, the Zoom room, including two people that are – 
between 600 and 1,000 miles away. One of them's flying in, uh, actually three people. One of them's flying in, and two are driving in. That's uh, Jeep and Mo. And uh, uh, Willie, I think you. Uh, oh. I, I, you've, I, I'm, I'm brain farting on his name now. You, you've told him. Uh, you've mentioned him, Wendy, before. Jerry, I oh. think. Uh, Jerry, yeah. Jerry's Will, a Jerry. Um, Willie Jerry, Wagon. Isn't it? Yeah, Willie Wagon. Yeah. So he he sent me a message earlier. Told me he was in uh, 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 Arkadelphia. No, I don't know. It's he's he's right at the Texas border. So uh, nice. he's uh, he's on he's on schedule. So he's uh, he's actually in a Ram Red. Dodge Ram truck and uh, uh, pulling his uh, his his uh, Wrangler. Of course, it's red. Yeah, of course. So uh, and uh, so we're really looking forward to that. Hope you guys can go out there. Uh, and uh, we're just uh, really sad that uh, Wendy's snubbing us on this one. But it, it uh, yep, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> just go with it. <laughs> I know. I am just running with it. Hey, Tony, Josh, Wendy, Tammy, Steve from Iowa. I haven't talked to you guys for a while. I just listened to episode 510 and heard about Wendy's awesome trip to Milwaukee and noticed that all the Jeeps around my home state, Iowa, and north of us run around with going topless. Uh, I'll tell you, I've been lucky enough to be able to go at least a couple weeks at a time going topless in my daily driver ride, two-door JK, and I absolutely love it. The last week or so, uh, we've been getting down to, like, 54 degrees in the morning, so when I go to work at 5.30 in the morning, it's a little brisk, but coming home, it's about 80 mile, eighty degrees or so, so not too bad, a fair trade for that, but uh, yeah, we try to run around here as much as we can with those things stripped down, that's for sure. And as for the motorcycle aspect, it's funny that you said that, uh, about having something bigger to go out in that's open air. We're actually entertaining the thought of taking our jeep and then we'll take the motorcycle put it on the trailer and then nice. go out to sturgis with it Ooh. and that way we've got the best of both worlds so if we happen to be uh not wanting to get on the motorcycle and ride around we can take the top off the jeep and just go falling around there wherever we want and see if we can get ourselves into trouble so you know it's the best of both worlds in my area thank goodness and yeah you're right about that humidity I mean, we're looking at 80 degrees with 75, 80% humidity. So, you know, I mean, we had a couple days where we're 90 degrees and it was 105 real field temperature. So, yeah, you're cooking out here, but, and those winters suck. So, stay where you're at and enjoy what you've got. And we'll take care of everything up north here. All right, we'll talk to you guys later. Have a good one. Thanks again for a great show. Hey, thank you. And everybody oh complains gosh. about the humidity. It's, it's the humidity makes it rough. Yeah, I was going to say to Josh, since you're going to be in Sturgis, you definitely need to go to Mount Rushmore and do all the that do the uh, Iron Mountain on the bike, and also Needles Highway. It you will not be disappointed on that, and it's all in that same area. So thank you, Josh, for calling in and check that out when you're there. It's going to be cool. From the mind of Nikki G. Hey, this is Nikki G. And in episode 512, you talked about what you took off your Jeep. Well, I made a top three list of the things I took off my Jeep. Number three. Turn signals. Yeah, I don't don't want them, don't need them. <laughs> it's none of your business where I'm going. That's right. Number two. <laughs> Seatbelts. They're always holding me back. Number one. Oh, man. And the very first thing I took off my Jeep was the parking meter made parking boot. 
Yeah, it was real hard to go anywhere with that thing on. But that's not why I'm calling. I'm calling to tell you, I wasn't originally going to get a brain transplant, but then I changed my mind. <laughs> All right, boys and girls, I'll chat you later. You have a good one. Bye. That's who yeah, we should mind. have flown out to the event. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys know what a pinata is, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we could have tied uh, Nikki G up in a tree and, and, and blindfolded people, let them just beat the hell out of him with a uh, pool noodle. Out of him. <laughs> with, a, with a pool noodle for all the bad jokes that he's told. A pool noodle. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Nikki G. No respect. <laughs> 50 lashes with a pool hurt. noodle. He wouldn't even get bruised. I know. <laughs> I know. But it'd be, it'd be great for video. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Hi, this is Alyssa. I'm a Jeep girl. Uh, my name's Chris. Adam. I'm from Minnesota. This is Sean from California. This is Scott. This is Kiki Rocha. This is Amber. This is Lindsay from Jacksonville, Mississippi, and I love my BFG. 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 Especially on a red Jeep, because red Jeeps are sexy. Yeah. And I also love the Jeep talk show. I hope not too late. You know, I loved my BFGs. I had uh, like uh, two or three sets on the XJ before I switched. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Until I switched over to the uh, the Nexons. Now I love my Nexons. Hi, Jeep Talk Show. This is Larry Jeep and Mo. Uh, just wanted to say thanks for putting together the community that we all are enjoying right now. Really like the second show we're doing, and really looking forward to the Texas event. Finally get to meet Josh. He's the only. Uh, host of the jeep talk show we haven't met yet to keep up the good work thanks again for the community and i'll see you in the zoom room he's not in the zoom room tonight and i think it's because he's traveling to the event say, right now a thousand miles yeah. to drive yeah and uh, <laughs> and more importantly than larry coming down and getting to uh, see larry again uh is i get to meet his dogs so that's going to be Aww. that's what i'm looking forward to awesome. that's going to be so good yeah yeah so that'll be and, uh, that'll and be i think we need to work on that badge for having met all four of the hosts i believe too. larry i think larry mentioned that to me because yeah he uh, has yeah. i think he's the first one i think yeah that's done it all all four right that's right i believe I so. so yep legally anyway <laughs> yeah <laughs> Well, folks, we've ran out of time for this Jeep Talk Aww. Show, and unfortunately, that Aww. means we're going to have to, uh, well, take all those people that are in the Zoom room and delete them. No, I'm sorry. We're actually <laughs> going to move the Zoom room over to 515, episode 515. So the very next episode of the Jeep Talk Show is where you're going to find your favorite segment. Well, maybe not your favorite segment, but a lot of people like the Campfireside Chat. And if you're new to the show, well, that's where you can get involved with it. And uh, you can actually call in while we record the show. Join the zoom room and join in on the show it's a lot of fun and uh well if you're looking forward to the campfire side chat it's coming up in the very next episode of the jeep talk show well that's it for the show for this week my fellow jeeper until next week be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the latest content coming from the jeep talk show and as always thank you for listening to the world's most downloaded jeep podcast remember it's always better to be good than it is to be lucky Guessing since 2010.